Hello, welcome back to the Life on the Wrist podcast. Hope you are doing well today. We're going to be talking about Swiss watch exports for the month of June 2022. We'll look at how the first half of the year closed out and discuss what I think the future of the, the second half of the year is going to um, is going to look like. Um, pretty exciting that, you know, we're closing out the, the results for the month. It's, it's um, you know, I think the, the pandemic had a pretty large impact on Swiss watch exports, um, but I think this year has definitely reflected pretty well. So the headline is uh, sustained growth for the eighth consecutive month for Swiss watch exports. So definitely a uh, some positive news out there. If you don't know, we cover Swiss watch exports every quarter or so just to, to check in on um, how they're doing these are obviously modern watch exports so you know I, I i know i speak about vintage watches a lot but this has to do with modern watches so the first half of the year ended well for swiss watch exports with an increase in value of 8.1 percent in june compared to last year's figure at 2.1 billion francs the first six months closed with an aggregate total of 11.9 billion francs reflecting a growth of 11.9 percent compared to the first half of 2021 Coming out of 2021, I, I guess the first half of it was still sort of COVID was pretty pretty big during that time period. And so growth rate of 11.9 is pretty positive results um, and I think reflect um, reflect maybe an, a, a low base of 2021, but but still reflect some, some really positive numbers for the year. Um, I think COVID really isn't the explanation now i think it really has to do with um with just global markets and and the you know consumers willingness to to pay the 12-month moving average dipped to about 11.9 percent as i as i mentioned um you can see the 12-month moving average i'll put a link in the show notes to to these documents but you'll see that the um 12-month moving average sort of um, ha- went all the way up from about 20% up to kind of like 35 38%. And now is sort of coming back down, normalizing because we're getting rid of those low base COVID months. Um, but still positive results there. If you look at the breakdown of um, wristwatches and other products from Switzerland, obviously wristwatches led the way with the growth of 8% and other products led the way of five with, uh, were second with a growth of 11%, but only amounted to 101.8 million. Most of the growth in June came from watches made from precious metals and steel. Volumes mainly, what volume was mainly driven by bimetallic watches at 62.5% um, greater, and other materials uh, category of 23.4%. This represents an additional 90,000 timepieces compared to 2021. Volumes from the entire uh, semester stood at 7.2 uh, million watches which is 225,000 more than last year. This is obviously a significant result and reflects, like I said, um, maybe a little bit of residual of that residual 2021 COVID era, but also significant growth just in general, um, which is quite exciting. Watches priced over 500 francs uh, set the tone for the overall growth of the industry, but the increase was twice as remarkable for uh, watches above 3,000 Swiss francs, which saw um, value um, exported at a positive 11% growth. The commendable performance of watches priced under 200 francs reflects, reflected the results uh, The results achieved in the other materials category, just as the sharp drop in 200 to 500 segment notably echoed the 
decrease recorded for watches made of other materials. So what you're seeing is on the lower end, uh, an increase in units and, and value, um, pretty substantial units being increased by 23.5% for under 200 Swiss francs. And then you sort of had the other end of the spectrum for watches over 3,000 Swiss francs, saw a growth of 7.2% units and 11% in value. Trends in most uh, markets remain very favorable in June. If we're looking at the main markets, the growth of watch exports to the United States remained very strong, positive 17.5%, uh, even though it was halved compared to the first five months of the year and had to contend with very negative base effect. Um, the U.S. has obviously come out of the pandemic pretty strong. June was a fairly good month, even though um, inflation sort of was seen during this time. The Chinese market, which was down 6.4%, benefited from the gradual easing of anti-COVID measures after two months of partial closures, but it was compared to a particularly high benchmark as, it, as the figure for June 2021 was almost double those of 2019. So what you're, what you're seeing on these results is because uh, China was locked down and, um, well, I'll say a lot of... Um, Asian markets were locked down because of the COVID rates that they were seeing. Um, their results are not as favorable, while this time last year they were actually quite favorable. Hong Kong, which was down 31.1%, um, suffered from one of the biggest drops in the last 12 months, sinking below one of its poorest levels, um, excluding COVID. Most other markets, both in Asia and Europe, saw growth of between 10 and 65%. Um, Pretty notably, Spain saw an increase of 63.8%. There was even, if you look at the, if you look at um, India, who was number 24 in the lo in the list of top 30 markets, saw a growth of 206%. Bahrain saw a growth of 122%. Um, so pr some pretty cool positive results there. Um, Taiwan is another example of an Asian market that saw negative growth of negative 32.5% which again is quite significant, a significant drop. If you look at the regions, uh, Asia made up about 47% of uh, the watch market. The Americas sort of saw some um, larger growth than Asia due to the, the, um, the uh, COVID measures that have been, have been put in place. Europe um, also saw some pretty good growth, 11.2%. And so as if you look at the regions, I think really Europe and the Americas were leading the way. Interestingly, Oceania actually grew by 17.5%, so another significant result for them as well. Moving into July, I'm a little bit nervous about what the results are going to look like. The um, the, the watch markets um, were, well, I should say the global markets, I think, have been influenced pretty heavily about uh, with current news. Um, about economic performance of a lot of companies. Um, inflation is obviously extremely high. Um, and so I have a feeling that the July results are not going to be, um, not, we're not going to see such significant growth. So the second half of the year, I think is going to get kicked off on a, on a lower note, but probably better than last year, um, which I think is um, better than nothing. Uh, if, if you want to, um, if you kind of want to put it in perspective that way. <laughs> 
I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast about Swiss watch exports for the month of June 2022. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes where you can um, access the Federation for Swiss, uh, Swiss watch, Federation of the Swiss uh, watch industry so you can see the results while I talk through them. I'd love to hear your thoughts on these, so be sure to hit us up on our social medias. There'll be links in the description to all of our, our websites, our YouTube channel, and um, our um, and our social media pages if you want to check those out. So um, if you are new to Life on the Wrist, be sure to uh, follow this podcast and share it with a friend who might be interested in watches. Um, and if you're feeling generous and wouldn't mind rating this podcast, really would help me out. And with that said, guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and until next time.